Yo, Miles, what's up, man? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you talking like that, bro? Like what, man? Like that. What? Just like that, man. Like you're trying to be so black. Why are you trying Why are you trying to talk like that? I'm just trying to relate to you, man, you know, because you're black. Uh, first of all, it's called African-American oh. these days. And second of all, I'm not fully black, dude. I'm half, you know, hybrid. You know what that is? Hybrid, half, half white, half black. Why do you talk black then? I don't, man. Yeah, you do. Uh, no, I don't. I speak normally. You're just putting on a black accent for some for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. Because I thought there's some things you won't understand if I talk white people language, you know? Know what I'm talking about? Like what? Like if I say, excuse me, sir, can I get a Budweiser in the 40 fluid ounce size, please? That's white people language, man. So what would it be in African-American language then? It'd be, hey, give me one of them 40s, bitch. Coming all the way from Canada. He done traveling all the world. Bring to you right here, to this rap. Live from T-Dot, from the 416, you know how we do, up north. You know how we do up north. Up late, all night, working in the studio. Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know. That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show. Up late, all night, working in the studio. Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on Woo! Well. Oh, what a great intro. Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway, guys. First of all, I just want to say welcome to the show. Um, Really appreciate anyone who's listening out there. Which, we know there are not many very few people that actually listen to this so but for those of you if we have one or two maybe three for lucky uh listeners frequent listeners thank you for joining us once again um and as you know if you have been listening to this really uh unpopular podcast um to this show uh we usually do some monologue jokes we usually make fun of the news and everything but tonight we have none of that yeah we're changing it up a little tonight um I don't know, just kind of felt a little, um, felt a little bored just doing kind of the same thing every single episode, you know what I'm saying? I mean, eventually we will change it up uh, drastically, but, you know, once we get guests, once we actually get popular enough to have guests on the show, other people talking than just myself, me, myself, and I, um, and our really unfunny comedian Misha Peterzak at the end of the show, but, hey, um... Don't worry, we will get there eventually. Just stay with us. Um, yeah, but, you know, instead of, you know, usually in the monologue, a lot of the jokes come from the States, right? I mean, the States is just a laughing stock. It's just a freebie of just jokes about um, about really anything, honestly. I mean, you can make a joke out of, out of anything, you know, like, um, I don't know, um, why was... Uh, I don't know. You you could walk up to any American, let's say. You could walk up to any American and ask them, um, you know, uh, guess what? Yo mama. And then they say what? What yo mama? Yo mama so fat that when she jumped for joy, she got stuck. Hey, ho, ho, ho. Baboom ching, ha, zinger. There you go. Um, you know, because a lot of Americans are fat, right? But hey, can't blame them. They got great food. Really good food. 
But um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Tonight just didn't really feel like the night for um, making fun of America and stuff. I mean, because uh, this, you know, tonight actually we wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, Canada, actually. The joke should be on Canada really tonight. You know why? Uh, Because the Americans, surprisingly, actually have been doing a very good job of uh, getting their vaccines out into people's arms, right? Because as as you know, this is, well... This is this is recorded. This is um, yeah, recorded in in a pandemic right now in COVID nineteen, right? The coronavirus. Everyone knows what's going on. We've been in it for the past year and a bit, whatever. Um, you know. But anyway, there are some countries uh, that have really stepped up their game, right? And and the states is one of them actually, to be honest, uh, because they've got, like I said just now, they got vaccines into people's arms a lot more than Canada has. And you think to can Canada is like. What are we doing? Are we are, are we too nice to uh, to uh, give people needles in their arms? It's like, oh no no no, that harms the skin. Sorry, uh, we're no uh, you know, hey, uh, it's up to you. It's your choice, hey. But uh, anyway, uh, oh and plus, by the way, we got to give the vaccines to all the refugees first. I mean, like, what are we doing? I mean, hey, I don't know if that last part is true or not about the vaccines and refugees. Um, I was just sh- searching for a laugh, really. But, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, Canada hasn't really been doing a good job out of this, um, you know, and, uh, for instance, and depending on where you are in the country, like for instance, if you're in Ontario, actually, um, you know, there's actually a current, while this is being recorded, there's actually a current stay at home order in quotations in brackets, right? For whatever that's worth, the government basically said, um, Hey, you know, we want to spread, we want to, kind of stop the spread kind of prevent the mass spread of the virus and obviously so because there's a lot of variants going around right now which are apparently more contagious and more uh how do you say more deadly let's say can spread very easily compared to the original coronavirus so the government instituted a stay-at-home order the only catch is uh the stay-at-home order they can't police officers and everything can't actually enforce it they can't actually stop people um when they're out out of their house for instance so if you're in your car and you're driving somewhere let's say you're driving uh to a booty call all right officer can't stop you randomly on the road saying where ask you hello sir where are you going please identification please no they can't do that now if you're speeding uh and they pull you over and they say where are you going and you say oh sorry sir i was speeding to go to my booty call because i really need some some pussy right now yeah, that's a different story. They could probably do something there, but because you're also speeding, right? So, but currently, you know, they can't do anything. Uh, rightful, you know, it goes against the the charters of rights and freedom. So it really begs to differ. You know, why did the government institute this the stay at home order? Who knows, right? And then you know, that's just in Ontario. So where you're, if you're in Toronto or Ottawa, you know, big cities there, that's um, that's kind of how it goes right now. So nothing is open, right? Everything's closed. There's only takeout, delivery, uh, even for food. You know, even for uh, places like IKEA or something. You want to get some shitty furniture? You can't even get your, pick up your shitty furniture yourself, man. Come on, what the hell are we? What kind of times are we living in? So, um, and did you know actually IKEA actually imposes a five dollar pickup charge to pick it up curbside? Curbside is free. You're coming. You're using your gas to go to the store. 
to pick up your items that you already purchased from the store. But Ikea, they say, no, 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 no. We, we want more money from you. So we're going to charge you for coming to pick up your own items from the store. We're not even delivering it to you. So I don't know. That's just how it goes right now. I could go down a rabbit hole right there, but I don't want to get into that, to be honest, right now. Oh, what else? What else? Um, yeah, but the general environment, you know, in a country like Canada during the pandemic is very, very um, negative. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people can't go anywhere. Not a lot to do. Movies are closed, by the way. So you can't see your your um, favorite Marvel flick that's coming out again, you know. Uh, whereas in the States, actually, things are kind of about, you know, half half percent 50 percent let's say uh open you know some some states even like texas for instance texas rangers they have a ballpark uh, they actually had a full full stadium uh a few games ago which is kind of uh i don't know kind of concerning you know because there are still cases going around massive massive cases numbers of cases they are getting vaccinated though so hey well, maybe it is justified but uh you know people couldn't really take all this uh, closed down stuff for that much longer. But in Canada, eh, not the same. Not the same at all. You can't even go to the States to go shop at Macy's and stuff. Go to your estate sales. Get some cheap crap that no one wants. Get, pick up other people's garbage for pennies on the dollar and bring it back over the border. You can't even do that anymore. Shout out to my mom. Love you, mom. We used to do that all the time. Great, great bonding between us, I must say. Um... But yeah, and then also, yeah, so like I said, you know, sports teams, I don't know, Texas, for instance, they had full stadiums. However, in Canada, though, uh, no fans in attendance for anything. So hockey, oh my gosh, you can't even go to a hockey game now and spend $250. What the hell is going on? I want to spend $250 for my ticket. Come on now. So that's kind of what's going on. But, you know, on the other hand, down under, across the pond, uh, across the world, actually, in Australia, actually, they have one of the, I was looking this up the other day, actually, they have one of the best COVID responses in the world. I mean, they are geographically fortunate uh, to be on an island, right? Uh, it takes a long time to get there. Same with New Zealand, you know. But they have one of the best COVID responses because right now, um, they don't have many vaccines going around, but they do have almost zero cases now because um and so basically life is almost like normal if you're in the country there life is almost normal everything's open uh yeah masks are still kind of worn occasionally but they're not really mandatory because there's really no cases anymore especially when they're isolated on an island it's really easy to do that so um australia you know give us some advice please on top of giving us your girls i mean oh my gosh please give us more australian girls oh my lord they are so beautiful but also give us some advice on, on how to how to handle COVID because really uh, the rest of the world needs it. So, but anyway, that's kind of what I was wanting to get off my chest tonight in the monologue. Not really funny, was it? Yeah, I don't think so. So, but you know, I promise next one, try and do something else as well. Um, maybe not have the, we might not have just our normal jokes here and there, but we will you know, do something fun. I don't know. I really don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, thanks for listening and uh, stay tuned for more of the Evening Cube coming up next.
for sticking around on the evening queue. We really appreciate you being here, like always. Uh, any listeners that have stuck around this long, we applaud you. Thank you very much. Um, really hope you have stuck around. We don't have a high t- retention rate on this show, so that's why we're really happy. Anyway, um, like usual, got a comedian coming on, really unfunny, sit down, like usual. His name's Misha Peterzak. I think you all know him by now. Uh, I think he's going to talk about something kind of gross tonight. That's what he told me in the uh, makeup room. Who am I kidding? We don't have makeup here at the show. What are we talking about? We're a podcast, goddamn. But, um, yeah, something really gross. So stick around because right now, coming up, please welcome Misha Peterzak. who it is already it's your favorite comedian yeah i'm misha peter zach you guys already know me by now right well what am i going to talk about today oh i know got a good subject for you i'm going to be honest with you though i've had my share fair what is that share fair no fair share of sex in the past although not recently but i remember the good old days you know when i was having dirty one night stands you know i know right what do you guys you guys are thinking, right? You're probably thinking, how could this childish-looking guy get sex, get his dick wet? Well, how? I'll tell you how. It's called good looks and big dick. Well, that's what it is, big dick. What? Who said that? That's right. That was me. That was me. Boom. Anyway, the whole purpose of my speech tonight, though, was not to brag about the size of my dick, right? Which is really big, I must say. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm doing it again. I just can't stop bragging about my dick size, reiterating how big it is. I don't know. I guess that shows you how much I'm selling myself to all the single ladies in the house tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. All the single ladies that might be watching this or listening to this, whatever. I am your man. Um, yeah, anyway, what I was getting at, though, when I was talking about sex, well, I just uh, get my beer, excuse me. Oh, there you go. And cheers. Cheers. How about that? Ah, well, you know what I was getting at when I was talking about sex? Was that there is one type of sex I have never had the privilege of participating in yet. You know, and that is pregnant sex, actually. And I'm talking about sex, not just talking about sex with with a woman who's a couple weeks along, though, right? But one that is bursting at the seams, you know, belly hard as a basketball. You know what I'm saying? One that waddles instead of walks because of the human being inside her belly, you know? I don't know. I just think it would be really fun, you know, as a new experience to try. <clears throat> I feel like it's one of those bucket list items that guys have, you know, that they have to do before they die. 
Um, but you know, it's it's really only cool if you're a relatively young male, right? Um, yeah, you know, from the ages of 18 to 35, let's say, you know, I mean, maybe 40, because, you know, when you're a certain older age man, uh, it kind of becomes creepy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know why, because you're only supposed to, you're only supposed to be fucking younger woman, right? Not younger pregnant woman, what are you doing with yourself? Come on, only younger woman, not pregnant though, you don't want one that, that's hitched, you know? I mean, it's not because younger pregnant women aren't hot though, right? I mean, they can still be hot, it's just... Why would you aspire to fuck a pregnant woman at 70 years old, right? I mean, come on. You're Viagra combined with the woman's painkillers. I mean, the baby's going to come out a drug addict if, with a massive erection. You know what I'm saying? The doctor's going to be like, Oh, it's a baby boy. Oh, never mind. He's a big boy. Big, big, big boy. Why does he have glossy eyes, though? That's my question. Yeah. For those of you who didn't get that, uh, the baby's glossy eyes are from being drugged up on painkillers. That's right. Um, and also he has a big dick, so that's why he's a big boy, you know, you get the drift. But for me, I just think, you know, about the comfort level of the pregnant woman, right? Can, can it really be that enjoyable and pleasurable for the woman? Well, I guess if she's a girl who can handle anal, she can handle anything, right? I mean, I can only assume, but, you know, what if, you know, what if she doesn't do anal? Maybe, maybe she would consider doing anal when she's pregnant because the guy wouldn't be on top of her crushing her baby and she wouldn't be riding him like a fat cowgirl either because that would cause too much brain damage to the baby when she's fucking uh when she's bouncing up and down like you know like meanwhile the baby's like fuck woman i'm getting sick up in here all this moving i'm getting tossed around like a fucking rag doll bitch i'm gonna throw up yeah so basically in other words anal is the way to go when you're pregnant i would assume you know just make sure you open your butthole with one of those warmers like they do in porn you know mm. for those of you who don't know what a warmer is it's one of those butt plugs porn star girls you know put in the butt to pre-enlarge their circumference of their anus opening or their re rectal opening you know quite a fascinating invention actually i must say though I really must say, it actually is quite quite amazing. Uh, imagine if they had a similar thing for men's penises, though, right? To make the cum flow faster and harder by pre-enlarging the penis opening. What would they call it, though? I don't know, maybe cleanup hitter or straight shooter? Twilight zone, maybe? I don't know. Just throwing around some ideas here. There's a business idea for you right there. You heard it here first on the evening queue. That's right, people. Evening queue said it first. Um, yeah, but, you know, there's another thing I think about when, when imagining pregnant sex, right? And it's actually something my buddy and I were just talking about recently, uh, joking about the other day, actually, as a matter of fact, and that is, what if your dick, uh, keeps hitting the baby in the head, right? When you're going at it, you know, like imagine the baby just so happens to be upside down in the womb, right? And he feels the body heat of something else or someone else getting closer and closer, Someone or something else, right? Something being the dick, right? But and and he's just thinking in his head, right? Oh shit, no, please no. And then all of a sudden he sees the cylindrical male reproductive organ enter that hole he's gonna come out of just so soon, right? Just piercing through, just like just hello. You know? Can you imagine a big dick like mine, for instance? Oh, there it is again, bragging about my dick. What can I say? I just can't help it. 
can't can't help it but be proud you know what i'm saying but especially um you know can you imagine a big dick though uh and especially long one though right combined with the fact that the baby is upside down in the womb the long dick would just be hitting the baby in the head over and over again you know i'm mean, just just like you know kind of like just like just like that baby's gonna come out with brain damage come on now a concussion at the very least right imagine being the doctor having to explain to the new parents why their baby has been born with permanent brain damage it's like uh folks uh your child has what we call pba and the woman's like what's that doctor he's like prenatal brain aggravation that's right it occurs when the baby receives continuous brain aggravation uh, in the womb, usually from something that causes a commotion and destabilizes the equilibrium in the womb, right? Then the big dick bastard replies, <laughs> Don't worry, man. All the ladies complain about that with me. <laughs> Ba-boom, Chang. I got you. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know whether that whether that uh, speech was about big dicks or pregnant sex. I feel like it was about pregnant sex. I feel like that was what it was, but I don't know. Big dicks came into the th- into the picture a lot during that uh, during that little session, that little sit down comedy session. So I don't know what this episode's going to be called. But with that being said, that is my cue. I am finished. Thank you for staying with me. I hope you enjoyed. And I'll see you next time. I'm out. Coming all the way from Canada. You done traveling all the world. Let's bring to you right here to this rap. Live from T Dot. From the 416. You know how we do. Up north. You know how we do up north. Up late all night working in the studio. Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show Up late, all night, working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show When I first started, I wasn't sure if I would make it But I told myself to keep persevering, I gotta take it advantage of this opportunity i created for myself because nobody's gonna give you free money you gotta rake it big bills come with problems but i don't want to think about them all i know was that buffalo had some issues now they got josh allen inspired by the creation of magic at his fingers you know i do the same with my lady but i let it linger my mama told me to never say these things about a woman but she also told me to never get in this game because i wouldn't be chosen however i'm a little more confident that i can get it in i can hold my own i got nothing to show for my last career i stopped wasting time it's time to start over now it's time to get up and start the show black shoes on my toes tuxedo cornrows sweating a little bit of heavy don't know if i'll ever be ready to be included with the greats but one thing's for sure if you want some more gotta go door to door trying to be seen but now everybody hear me so come with me on this journey they say never say never so i chose to be late ah! up late all night working in the studio writing rhymes making dimes working on my flow every time i get up on stage man all the ladies know that i came to perform in front of bright lights getting ready to rock the show up late all night working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow. Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know that I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show. Now 
Now that this means more procreate, I gotta go create, not procreate. Got deals with record labels, makes me feel good, but wait, can we hold up and negotiate? I say this only because I got more to offer. Rap's kinda cool, but I have to go farther. I feel like I'm a triple threat, you don't even know your butt. You're looking at me like I'm Vince Carter. Ha. Y'all probably think of what you talk about. Telling jokes to make a record is what I'm all about. Ain't enough you say that can make my day, cause I'm ballin' out. I got two languages in my back pocket. Getting ready to reload and cock it. Competitors confirm that they can't stop. Because the speed of rap branch is quite shocking. Est-ce que tu comprends ce que je te dis? Pendant que je t'accasse, laisse tomber sans ta fille. Y'a pas grand chose qui me dérange, sauf les compétences que tu médites, t'as pas fini. A décider qu'un rapport tu vas signer à ta maison de 10. Quand c'est évident que je suis le rappeur qui tient moins de risques. Grande cassis, c'est journaliste. C'est pas pareil de Paris, à Paraty. C'est la qualité de vie que je pense que je mérite. Et pour les gens qui pensent que je suis pas capable dans ce game, je les quitte. Voilà mon serment, je crois que j'ai tout fini. Et poteau, il est bilingue, lui. Oh mec, je savais pas. Il est lourd quand même. Ouais, il est fort. Ouais, je le respecte. Il n'y a pas une clope pour moi, s'il te plaît.